0: permission to read for you Trish since you're here yeah yeah
1: okay
0: I just like to ask permission. um okay so I was picking up on a it was a grandmother energy coming through that kept mentioning the name F like well mm-hmm. first of all that was the Francis name but then I put like F Alec Florence or then I thought oh my god Flores Lane maybe that's cool. what they were saying and I couldn't hear it because obviously like you know didn't realize what I was picking up on so
2: Hey guys, I'm Allie Maresco, and I'm here with my co-host, Cindy Lufrid, and this is Slightly Spiritual. Are you curious about dipping your toe into the realm of spirituality, but not ready to drop $1,000 on crystals? We have got you. Grab your adult beverage of choice and join spiritual medium Cindy Lufrid and health advocate Allie Maresco for unfiltered, soulful conversations with a healthy dose of wine, curiosity, and laughter, of course. Grounded in a passion for genuine human connections, we will discuss the good, bad, ugly, and the odd around all things wellness, spiritual, and woo-woo with each other and our occasional guest. We aim to bring modern spirituality into your daily routine to help empower your life. Spoiler alert, we are all slightly spiritual. Welcome back to Slightly Spiritual. So today we have on my wh- who I think is a fellow starseed or Pleiadian or like fellow alien along with Cindy and I. Um, she's a fellow. <clears> more, that's how we met, which I feel so lucky about. She's the founder of Flores Lane. I know that in um 2010 you were diagnosed with Lyme disease. And then I I don't know, based on the conversations that like you and I have had, Trish. I feel like everything kind of like evolved from there and like fell into place with you. So mm-hmm. I'd love to in- introduce Trish Baden. Thanks for being here.
1: Thanks so much for having me, what? fellow
2: internet astronauts. <laughs> oh my God, I know. And then I was, I was reading, I was telling um, Trish before he started, I was reading the Floris Lane, like, um website just to like make sure I introduced her correctly and it said that Trish is an internet astronaut which I love because it finally actually like clicked for me that I had to have you on slightly spiritual because you always <laughs> like the coolest stuff on Instagram and then of course like fuck me like I don't sleep at night and I see it at like two o'clock and it'll be something about like a wormhole or like a circular like energetic situation and then I like do a deep dive from like two to four a.m and <laughs> yeah yeah so, I usually
1: am like creaking. Uh, I like, okay, so I will spend a lot of time watching the NASA channel. I don't know if anyone else watches that because it's kind of I didn't of boring, even know they had a channel. So I so. I didn't either. Oh my God, they're live streaming these adorable scientists all the time. Okay, so I just have it on, and everyone thinks I'm nuts because they just give you raw data and you can just listen to them in their jargon. And they're so humble and so cute. And like people will call in and be like, oh, like, can we see blah blah blah? And so like I'm sitting there and I'm like writing notes and I'm like looking up stuff and I'm like learning from these astrophysics or planetary, you know, physicists, and like that's what they do. And so it's really interesting to hear what they talk about and like what's important to them versus like what what's important to us and like what we think is cool. And so I, I would recommend if you ever want to go into a wormhole and then keep going back to it. Yeah, go to the NASA channel. If you have Hulu, they have it on there. I don't. I don't know if where it is because it comes up on my favorites now. But re- recommend recommending that for everyone. Okay. Um, yeah, that. and then there's also a really good series called How the Universe Works, and there's like six seasons, and it really goes through planetary physics in our history of like the solar system and and it's such a beautifully accurate way um and it kind of makes you understand the fragility of the earth and like how much we rely on every planet to be exactly where it is in order for us to function exactly how we do yeah and I was talking to my cousin who's here right now. She's a, if we have any biological questions, I can pull her in. Um, she's a if PhD
2: us, more, the more the merrier
1: <laughs> I know I was telling her she was like I don't even because she was saying like she loves to research wormholes and stuff and she actually gave me um, someone that you guys can have on he's a planetary physicist and he's like the kindest soul in the entire world and he has a podcast too so she gave me his info and I'll look I I, I like crept it and he's so kind and so nice so I'll send it to you and she'll link you but um She's a PhD and she like works out of the Berkeley Genetics Institute. Oh, um, yeah. Sh- she's a brain. So if we have any biological information questions about the earth formations, cause I was talking to her about it last night and um, she was like, just ask me. So um, yes.
2: yeah.
1: I'm surrounded by a bunch of brains. Basically it's my problem.
2: <laughs> I mean, you're a brain yourself. So like takes one to know one. <laughs>
1: I know. Yeah. Wait. Hang on. I'm so. Uh, my brain is focusing on what um, was um, supposed to be said to me first, oh, and then. Oh
2: yes. So. What okay. came through? What's the word? What's the proper terminology for this? So to back up before I torture Trish, about like everything else. Um, so Cindy and I were talking earlier and i told her because i i have gotten cindy because i love the solar plexus candles so i've gotten them for cindy and she's like yeah what's it called again and i was like floor slane. she's like floors, floor she's like oh my god i've had somebody coming through all day that like she's like i think it's for trish so i'm gonna like shut the fuck up for a second i'm gonna let you guys talk and then i'll interject later hey, this is so good oh
0: Take it and run. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm assuming, do I, do I have permission to read for you, Trish, since you're here? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay.
0: I just like to ask permission. Um. Okay. So I was picking up on a, it was a grandmother energy coming through that kept mentioning the name F. Like, well, mm-hmm. first I thought that was the Francis name, but then I put like F. Alec Florence, or then I thought, oh my God, Flores Lane. Maybe that's cool. what they were saying. And I couldn't hear it. Cause I obviously like, you know, didn't realize what I was picking up on. So how did you come up with the name for your business because was that based on a family member's name or like a um
1: it's where i live um i live on flores uh, street okay. and, then, and then um basically i thought penny lane <laughs> was cool and so i did flores lane
0: oh okay. I know. <laughs> that's cool that's actually it yeah Okay. are you do you live with your parents though No, I I live with myself.
1: (laughs) No, (laughs) I live with. I
0: don't think that's it. Okay. Um. Okay, hang on. And do you know with an H initial who's passed? Like Helen or Henry or like Helene or something? Do you know that name? I keep hearing an an H H name. Like H A, like Helen, Harry, Harriet, anything like that. Okay, we can come back to it. We can come. I'm like I have like
1: marcia i have like john i have donald is your I'm mom's think- mom passed my mom's name is ellen
0: no is your mom's oh i wonder if that's something about is your mom's mom passed though your mother your maternal no. grandmother okay no. is your mom's dad passed yes okay i have that grandfather stepping forward for you but he i thought he was saying helen maybe it's ellen um i don't know i see- i still say it's an h name um like h first initial or last name or something um but well, the message that was coming through around the F when I was pick up the afternoon, which I think is your business name, is that um, they were essentially showing me the, that this is just like the beginning that you're about to pivot or shift in some way with your business. And I honestly don't know you that well. I mean, I know through Ali, I have heard of you, but. Um, Mm -hmm. your business is about to shift or pivot or you're going to add something into it. And they're essentially saying like, keep going, don't give up right before the miracle occurs, or don't give up right before the the thing happens. The other message I was hearing is like, don't let societal um, pressures, uh, I guess that's the best word for it, or like what society thinks you should or should not be doing by a certain age or a certain time or a certain place or whatever, like, don't let that deter you or like, prevent you from doing something you really want to do. Okay. If you're like, oh, I'm too old for this or too young for this or whatever, delete, delete, delete. You're like meant to be um, moving forward at your own pace. And again, starseeds often feel, we were talking about the starseeds. I think we talked about this before we started recording, but they often feel like things are taking too long. They're very impatient (laughs) by nature because you are a spirit that's used to being a spirit. Like you don't incarnate on earth very often and earth is slow it's just it's freaking slow things take they don't have (laughs) to take forever to manifest but they can especially big ideas or big things can take a while so if you're feeling really impatient for like a project or something you're working on just breathe okay just because it's taking a little bit longer than you wanted doesn't mean you're not meant to do it it simply just means that the earth like plane is catching up to like your speed your vibration your ideas but it does not mean you're not supposed to do it. Okay. Cause sometimes be like, Oh, it's taking too long. I'm just going to forget about it. No, don't do that. Okay. Now did you say you had a G or J like a John for a grandfather? Did you say that?
1: No, my cousin, John. Um,
0: oh, who's that? Who is that? Is he passed? Yeah. Okay. He just popped in and said, hello. Um, um, his sister's
1: which- here. Tell him hello. That's his sister. Who's here.
0: Oh, that's why he was, co- I was like, why I see you. St- okay. That's why he's here. Um, that's your, co- oh, that's your cousin. Oh, that's his sister. Okay, I got it. Okay, all this—it's coming together. It's coming together. Um, John. Okay, did he? Was he very sudden when he passed? Yeah, and-
1: he accidentally overdosed.
0: Overdose? Oh, okay. Well, as I said, it looks like an overdose. Know that it was a true overdose, that it and it was an accident, and it was—he's saying he didn't get to say goodbye to his family, but he is very much in a good place. I don't know if you guys are Catholic or religious in some way. Cause he's like, I'm not in a bad place. He's like, I ended up with everybody else. Okay. Like they're all in the same spot, essentially energetically. Right. Um, so some, are you guys Catholic or is his family? like? Christian? I mean, we're Catholic per se. Yes. Well, hello. I'm same Catholic. I was raised yeah. Catholic, but <laughs> you know, we're taught in the Catholic faith, like faith, overdose, suicide, that they go to like a purgatory? That's not the case. So he's reiterating no. for your family that that is not, that's not true. It's not. Yeah, he's not in a bad place. He's in the same place as everybody else. Um, he's kind of funny. Who's the C or K name? Like Kate or Kath Kelly or Katie? Do you know who that is? he he's talking about? Alive or um, no?
1: my cut? My cousin's like alive.
0: Who's that? Yeah, she's alive. Yeah, is that his Kate? sister?
1: No, um, Maureen is alive and she's here. Um, mm-hmm. I have a cousin, Kate, who, I mean, she was in our friend group when we were all. When he was alive, um, I'm trying to think. Is she
0: going through something right now? Is she going through like a tough time? I don't. I'm she lives in Memphis. I honestly don't know. Okay, well he's just mentioning her. I just don't worry about it. Just table. She might. She might come a conversation, or she might reach out to you sometime soon. And he's just bringing her up as like a validation that he's watching over all of you, including Kate. He wants to acknowledge you and his sister oh. and this person, Kate. So I don't know. I mean, this Whoa. is where sometimes things come through after the fact. That makes sense for the reading so cool um he's good do they have a dog that passed Do they have a family dog uh cats they have a lot of cats do you have a dog that passed yeah I do that's it it's your dog okay I was like he's with a dog so I don't know whose dog it was no um, way
1: he loves animals that's his I thing. know I was gonna
0: say I think he loves animals and pets he's like with the dogs um, he just like a light just flashed up the car of my eye. So he uses flickering light to communicate with you and say hello. So if you ever have any lights flashing, like, and that's, house or I whatever, know that's he,
1: my light bulbs will literally burst after that's I it. turn them out. Yeah. Oh my God. Cause I that's got a tattoo of an electrical grid. Like, cause I, I know that <laughs> <Shut Yeah. up. laughs> I do. I mean, she has a matching, his sister has a matching tattoo because he has one. The three of us have it. I have goosebumps all over my body.
0: I have full body chills and I'm freaking out. And that's exactly it. That's his validation. That's him. That's freaking wild. So wild. Yeah. He messes with the electrical, which you already know. Yeah. Oh I know. God, I like full that body means- chills.
1: Oh,
0: that's so funny. <laughs> that's so yeah. funny. Um, he is funny. He is funny. I was going to say, I feel like he like, I don't know, not like physical jokes. He likes to play jokes or like pranks or like, he was like yeah. a very like, lighthearted love to laugh like person Um it yeah, was a big definitely. light he just he just literally like he's like I burnt out early I'm like okay like
1: <laughs> that's like, literally
0: pun intended <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh that's oh my god wow um, you're god, re- wait, wait. like a sign from him later and you're gonna text us and be like holy shit
1: <laughs> I mean I just like can't believe like I feel like I should bring his sister in like that would be, this is not, if it wasn't being recorded or I would be like, wait, we need to stop. And I need to bring her in. She's never done something like this before. And, um, cause she's like very scientific and like, you know, she like spends all of her time in a lab and like looking at microscopes and like, you know, figuring out genetic sequencing of viruses I'm and like, yeah, she's a crazy brain. And like, she's like, do you know anyone who can like talk to spirits? I want to talk to John. And I'm like, uh, I know, because like that was her only sibling, and so like mm. it's crazy. I know, and so so now I've like picked up the role as the big sister. And so yesterday we did a photo shoot for my brand, but also like she needs a, some photos. Like she's in a lab in a lab coat all the time, and like you know, and so I was like, "Bitch, we're making you look good." <laughs> so like we went out <laughs> yesterday and like did a photo shoot with one of my friends she's the photographer and yeah. So I'm big sistering. Don't worry, John, if you're uh, still listening,
0: he's, he's, listening. he's, he's here. He's, um, uh, I think she needs her own session. I just asked if we should go get her. And I think, I don't know if she'd want it recorded for the world.
1: Well, I was gonna the- she's, she's super private. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah, I don't think he she, just
0: said, I don't think she would like, he came through today to let her know that I he's willing, he's ready and wanting to come through. So, we can chat afterward about how to find me or find us. You, you're obviously friends with Allie through slightly spiritual. Yeah. You can reach out to us that way, but she probably needs her own ring because she's very private. So, he's not recommending that we go get her. But that's also if you really want to, you can.
2: No, so no, no, no. Oh my um, God. I was going to say at the end, um, when we're finishing up, I can stop recording and just remind me if she just wants to come say hi and like meet Cindy yeah. and stuff, then yeah, you know,
1: definitely. At
2: the end.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's- okay
1: feel like she would love that
0: Uh, yeah
1: okay anyway um
0: um, yeah back to you really quick um do you do you what's going on with you and your mom why is he? they keep bringing mind? and what's going on with your parents house they keep mentioning your parents house are they moving or renovating this is your grandfather on your mom's like he's mentioning your parents house I don't understand my grandparents house I think it's your parent are their parents living in your grandparents house are they selling my sister
1: moved into my grandparents house
0: that's it. I thought, that's why I thought it was you. Cause it looked like someone young. And I was like, are you at your grand? Well, I no. it's your grandparents' house.
1: That's it. My sister moved um, in there. Yeah.
0: That's it. So is this, your, is this your, is this your dad's side?
1: My mom's side.
0: That's what I thought. Okay. So I'm still talking about grandfather, your mom's dad. Um, so he was talking about that. That's why I asked you at the house. Okay. So he loves it. He's really glad she's there. I feel like she, he giving her permission to renovate it or like fix it up or do whatever. Um, but they need, like it needs. It needs a little TLC, is what he's saying. <laughs> oh my god! Um, it's been no, and it's just been neglected a little bit. No, no offense to your grandmother, if she's still been living in it or whatever. But no, but that's why they
1: took her out.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I see that. And he, it's been a little neglected. It needs a little TLC. Um, I do think that she'll keep the house as long as your grandma's alive. Like, I don't think she'll sell it, but I, after that, they're like giving her permission if she wanted to sell it, she could. Okay, but for now, they're like wanting it to stay in the family for for now. Um, what's with the roses or the row like rose bush? Is like is there like a garden or something out back of this house?
1: Yeah, there's a yeah, there's a lot of different little gardens and plants and like trees.
0: At your at this grandparents' house?
1: Yeah, and there's a side rose garden.
0: That's it. Um, he visits, he comes around and like visits that a lot. Like that's one of his favorite places to be. So if anyone ever wants to feel close with him or hanging out with him, they can go there. And that, I mean, again, their spirit, they're not bound by time and space, your cousin, your grandfather, any, you know, anyone on the other side. And for anyone listening, they can come visit you wherever you are, you know, but sometimes they, a spirit will show me a, a favorite location of theirs that they like to go to. And if, if you ever really want to feel close to them or are having a rough day for some reason, that's a place that he really likes to hang out. He's saying is like walking along the that's road. So garden. cool. So, and that, again, you don't have to go there to connect with them. No. I just want to be clear for anyone listening as well, as well as for you, but he is saying he enjoys spending time there. So if anyone really wants to connect, that's where they can go.
1: <clears throat> what a, what a um, G
0: he worked for NASA. He like
1: did, oh. he was a cosmonaut trading and he like I spoke was Russian. Ask if you,
0: yeah. yeah, if you took after him in some way, cause he says he's very proud of you. And he like watches over you. So, well, you don't do that, but I mean, you're very interested in all these things clearly. Yeah,
1: well, no, it's kind of like, I, um, I was, he taught me about space and he's very comfortable mm. and he loves the moon or loved the moon and like would talk about it a lot. And so- Like when Mm -hmm. I study space and I study um, everything, it's like, I get to understand him more, you know, and it's like, so cool because like someone who, this is like, he was doing work before math, like was on computers and like sequencing was on computers. And so like, he was literally doing all of these, you know, satellite launch projectile like in theory on paper which just blows my mind because it's like the heyday of science and math it's like and I just cannot comprehend the amount of like brain power that took and so um my grandmother just told me this like I don't know last year that he was actually going to be on the first moon mission as the the engineer in flight because he was on the team for designing the engines and so both of his parents passed within like a month of each other. And so wow. he had to drop out of the mission. And that was like one of his greatest failures in life. Mm. That's apparently my grandma said that he never like let that go, which is interesting.
0: Yeah. And yeah.
1: I, I, I don't know. It's really interesting to me.
0: He's very proud of his legacy though, the family, like he's saying, yes, I see that, but he's also saying my legacy. Now I really, in my family and he's like I think that yes he may have like regretted that from a like achievement perspective in terms of his Mm -hmm. career but he's saying ultimately he goes my legacy is my family and I'm so proud of all like my kids and my grandkids and everyone and what they've done so at least that's what I'm hearing from him so you can wow so he doesn't think that he's really at all (laughs) (laughs) he's not saying that he's not saying that (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> yeah, that's funny because like I'm like the only not real scientist in my family because like I I do science and chemistry all day long and uh, thermodynamics but like I have a cousin who's sitting out there who's an actual PhD and so it's like I feel like I'm like playing with like crayons and <laughs> you know versus she's like on a microscope and it's like just I I invalidate myself a lot
2: no you
0: can stop.
1: Okay.
0: stop yeah it's It's funny that you think that you're the non-scientist of the family because he's saying you're actually by many standards, especially in the energetic and spiritual world, the more evolved scientist, because you're an alchemist, you can manifest and create things just by thinking about them and energetically bringing them into the world and he's saying, isn't it funny that you don't put it, we as a culture don't put as much value on that today as it did in the past. And I'm talking like passes and like tens of thousands of years ago, like in Egyptian times and Atlantean times and Lemurian times, right? Those are the things that had more value on them. And now mm-hmm. it's switched where it's all science, but he's like, it's funny how you think it's not because actually you, again, Starcy, are, that's what's needed more in the world, which is probably why you didn't Go the whole PhD route. That your yeah. soul is not meant for that. You're meant to be like an alchemist, and 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 be able to manifest and bring things into the world a different way.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm trying to do because, like, I, I'm tired of the way things work right now. It uh-huh. doesn't work, and so yeah. it's like I went through this healthcare system, and it was a shit show. Mm-hmm. And like I am researching protocols. My doctors, I have a protocol and it's like talking to my aunts and uncles who are doctors and chemists and scientists. And I'm like, you know, shopping my own protocols and I'm like my own, I had to become my own best expert. And so there's something like, I don't, I don't know. And it's really interesting because then I healed myself and then I'm like, Mm -hmm. wait, I'm proof of concept. That, that like you don't have to be a doctor in order to heal you just have to have the right tools and educate yourself like with the correct resources in you know like deep thinking and understanding that and it's really important to do that and that's actually something I think I learned from him where like
0: exactly. I was gonna say ding 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 you're like preaching to the choir like that's what is important he's saying
1: yeah I'm sitting around all of his books by the way
0: Oh, I love but, that!
1: Yeah, I've been like slowly. Oh, so you do
0: have stuff. That's why I thought you were around him because I kept seeing you like in your parents or grandparents' house, but you have all his stuff around you.
1: I books every time I go stuff. home, I take a huge chunk of his books and bring them back. That's
0: it. Okay, because I'm like, it looks like you're surrounded by stuff. From by the way, he keeps showing me he's more like a parent for you than a grandparent. Yeah, I don't know he if you was. resonate with that or not. But he keeps, no, that's he, why I kept asking if you're in your parents' house or surrounded by your parents' things, And same with your sister, they move into your parents' house because they, this grandfather, grandmother, well, I know she's still alive, but they feel more like parents for you than they grandparents.
1: Are. Yeah. 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 They yeah. raised, that's they why, raised us. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I see that. Ah, oh, goosebumps. I see it. That um, makes sense now. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. Cause I'm like, who I thought, that's why I thought you're in your parents' house or surrounded by stuff something, your parents, but it's your grandfather, I get it now. I get it. Is he a W name? Who's the W? Like a William Walter or Williamson—is that someone's yeah. last name or something? I have a W. He's mentioning a, well, uh, w. w. Or like that name, like Ralph Wal—Is that like a poet, Ralph Waldo Emerson or something? Does that mean? Yeah. To you? Yeah. He's like a poet, though, not a scientist. I don't know.
1: Um. Yeah. Uh, em- like whatever the guy Emerson. Ralph.
0: Yeah, Emerson. Yeah. Does that mean anything to you?
1: Yeah. That he was a poet. That like. Spent a lot of time at the university I went
0: to. Well, that's funny. Why? I don't know. I don't know why your grandfather's bringing it up, but that's just, I don't know if that's something he's talking about with like the university you went to or bring, I don't know, just table it. You can figure it out later. Not then.
1: Yeah. Feel that.
0: It feels like a validation. It doesn't feel like it. Whoa. That, like, I, Googled,
1: I Googled Ralph Waldo Emerson. And he wrote a book called self-reliance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: That's my biggest Issue. <laughs> no, it's uh, interesting. I'm going to. Oh, transcendentalist philosopher. Oh, oh I didn't know interesting. that. Interesting. Yeah, guess so. Oh, cool. Okay. I'll let you know about that wormhole later. <laughs> God,
0: okay. Okay. Later. Table that worm... for
1: later. Wait. Speaking of wormholes, y'all. Okay. Wait. I need to
2: clarify. Hey, can... wait. I was going to bring up wormholes.
1: Can I like tell you? the biggest misconception about wormholes. Oh
2: my God. I want to know, because, it, tell me everything. Cause
1: they like, um, so basically wormholes connect a black hole to a white hole or like the end of a hole in theory. And so like, that's the wormhole is like going in. Right. And it's yeah. like the actual process, but we don't white holes have never been proven. Okay. So like, they're just a theory because, um, okay. So if you think about the black holes, the funnel, And everything goes in the black hole actually has like the most gravitational pull. And it has that because what happens is there's a star that's like, you know, being a star and it's like gas and like, you know, floating around and being aggressive and like doing weird shit. And then like all of a sudden it collapses into itself because it's done right. it's gas. But what happens is the atmosphere breaks open and creates a hole that sucks in everything around it. And then like, what? so when you get to that event horizon and then you go in, all data is lost. So there's nothing that comes out, okay? But in theory, you can see out of a black hole, they think, but you can't see in, which is interesting. So what goes into that black hole is like a wormhole, right? And then how you get out of that black hole, salute, in theory, is a white hole. So like the white hole would be the thing that like poops everything out. And so it's like a reverse funnel. And so like we've never really um, had the math. That's what they always say. The math isn't there for it. Um, But they're, they're working on that one. So that's like the 101 of wormholes and like black holes. You know what I mean? Just like from a base level. That's how they work. That's We're their like anatomy.
2: Taking notes as you're talking, so I find this so fascinating. And I have to ask you, like lately, I had never thought about this. Is like not that I've never thought about space before, but like I thought about mm-hmm. space and like the terms that you're taught, right, in like school. Like these are the planets. You have to memorize the planet names. Like whatever. Yeah. Like the basic shit. I though the last year, I feel like I think about space and it kind of like fucks me up because I'm like, I love it. It just is so obvious fucking obviously space is like so huge we don't know that much about it like do you ever think about it and does it ever just like are you ever just like what the fuck is going on out there
1: yeah because like if you okay so this is the thing that really fucks me up i think about the oort cloud which is our encapsulation so our solar or what we know is our solar system yeah it's oort, oort cloud yeah. Um, and so we're encapsulated in this rock barrier that goes on for like 40 light years. Okay. So like, there's a ton of comets surrounding, and then we're moving through space, whatever that space is really rapidly inside of a comet. So like, are we just another like nucleus of a comet? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So anyway, that's where our comets come from and asteroids They come from the Oort cloud which are just a bunch of weird rocks that are like existing around us. And so during certain times of our development in the earth and the planetary solar system, there'd be large amounts. They, they call it to the early, late bombardment. So large amounts of those asteroids would come through. And so now the earth has been able to like chill the way it is because Jupiter has, they like Saturn and Jupiter had a duel, and like Jupiter won. And it moved into the right place, and say, and so now it blocks all of the asteroids coming in from the Oort cloud and like from the asteroid belt, to, and so it keeps the Earth safe. So Jupiter's like our mom, Aww.
0: like
2: I know she's our bouncer at the club. <laughs> she's our club bouncer, very exclusive. At the club, we all fam.
1: <laughs> Have you seen uh, Broad City?
2: <laughs> that's it. I have on. not watched it in a long time, but yes. Oh my God.
1: Right. So, but like Jupiter is our bouncer, I want to say. And also like, besides the moon and the sun has the most influence on our planet, like gravitationally, which is super interesting to me. Would you ever go to space? 100%. I think about it all the time. Like, I don't know. But where think, would you want to go? Um, Honestly, I'd want to go to the rings of Saturn because they're not rings. They're apparently like golden rocks that have like encrusted into this like perfect, like weird little, like almost like zigzag pattern. And you can go through it and it's just like wild shit. So if I was to go anywhere, I would go to the rings of Saturn that are not really rings. They're like gassy rocks, gold rocks.
2: Here's a question for you. And I don't even know if this is possible. So I guess Cindy can probably tell me, but I don't know why when you were talking, I was thinking about like astro traveling. Is that something that you do? Um, So something that Saudi Arabia is doing right now. um, And
1: there's like a big project in the Emirates because like they're built and their money is in oil right now, right? And so that's a resource that is ending quickly. Um, So they're actually thinking about mining different asteroids and sending things up there so that they can get precious metals and things like that so that we can go farther in space. Because right now, that's our biggest issue is we don't have the metal to, like, get close to the sun because shit melts. And, like, Mars, this is, like, our fourth time because, like, the last time we opened up the the cap of the lens on Mars, we got all the way there. It melted. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? So it's like our technology, like our our things, like our actual things on earth, our materials are not good enough to get us anywhere into space. So like there's a couple of like Middle Eastern countries right now that we're big oil producers that are are actually working on mining asteroids and the possibility of that. And it's very real, I think. Um, Because like if we do have space transport like it is now, yeah, like or like Elon Musk is intending it to be like regular like that would be okay. So we're going over here to get more nickel,
2: you know, like, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I guess someday I'll be I'm a chicken shit. I would never do it. But like you'll be going to space. and I'll be like send pics as if like you were going to Miami.
0: <laughs> so take pictures. take pictures. I feel food. like I went to space
1: last night, though, for real. I want to scent space like because it's a vacuum. Oh my god! I and love- like the space station, um, I think about this a lot because, like, the only thing that is in space is food smells and then nothing. Yeah. Because I was watching an, an interview of all the people that are on the space station right now, and someone asked, like, if they smell stuff, and they said they the only thing they smell is lunch time and dinner time. Oh, and I was like, that's so sad. That is really sad. And I'm like, that must really mess up their mental health. And I'm like, now I really like want to like put things in their vents in different rooms and see if that works. (laughs) Get the astronauts sent high. And they're (laughs) like, okay, don't go in the Palo Santo room until after hours. (laughs) (laughs) Because that is wild. But like, yeah, that's what I think about all the time. Because like, I would love to just be in zero gravity.
2: Yeah.
1: And I don't know. I think it would be really cool to like try to eat in zero gravity and like use the restroom in zero gravity. <laughs> no,
2: thank you. You go, you go, you tell me how it is. <laughs> I will, I'll take pics. Yeah, take pics. <laughs> Send pics. <laughs> oh, so interesting. We'll right? <laughs> uh,
1: will do. We'll do.
2: Um, wait, so backing up, I want to know though. So, you know, you were talking about with Cindy, like how a lot of your family, they're like PhDs, they're scientists, they're researchers. They were people in NASA, like very, I don't want to say like very traditional scientists. Like I consider like what you do also to be a scientist, like a math scientist. So So I want to know how did you cross the bridge from like being interested in space and all of more of like the traditional stuff to being interested in like spirituality and like wormholes and like, all of these other things what's
1: interesting is um my grandfather said something to me when i was really young and he had a phd in math as well um and he was like the more i studied numbers the more i understood the universe mm. because it had less to do about numbers and more to do about just like application and that stuck with me my entire life. I was like, like, what the fuck does that mean? Like six-year-old Trish was like, grandpa, you're weird. Like, you know, like get out. But like, I actually like to this day, like I get it now because in th- things in theory are what they are right on paper, but then in applied science, it's totally different. And that's what I do is I apply science. And so like my uncle, uh, Maureen, the girl who's here, the doctor who's here and. Um, her brothers, John, his dad, um, basically what he does is he's a computer engineer. And what he does is builds the jet engine Mm -hmm. in the simulation. And then he runs a theory of how it will go so that they don't have to like burn fuel and like actually launch it. So there's thousands and thousands of tests of those theoretical things. And so like, I grew up around these people, like just kind of like fucking around scientists, just like, oh, no, this works. And I'm like, huh. And so like, I get into college and I like kind of am interested in medicine. And my uncle, he was a surgeon. He was like, the first person you kill, you will like, no, he's like, you're a people's person. Like, don't do that. And I was like, you're totally right. I didn't think about death. Um, So didn't do that. And like, I got sick after I graduated college. And then I realized that the practice of medicine is literally a practice of applied science. Mm -hmm. And so all of these doctors were practicing on me. And I was like, wait, if y'all are practicing on me, can I practice on myself knowing all of the things I need to know? And that's when I finally started to realize that I actually was way more powerful than I thought I was. Mm -hmm. I was just absorbing and absorbing and absorbing until I had enough to take action. And so for me, it was more of a combination of like going to a Catholic school my entire life. I was forced to be um, receptive of an institutionalized Mm -hmm. system, like a very traditional institutionalized system that I was like, this is weird. This doesn't work. Why do people do this? Because I feel like it's greedy and corrupt. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't understand. And I feel like every other religion is very similar. And I was like, why is every time someone monetizes something, it gets weird. So like, I stepped back from like organized religion when I was like, probably like 12. (laughs) And like, I just like played along, you know, and just like did the things. And, but I was open with my mom and my family being like, what's good. Like, do you guys realize like what's happening? And my mom was always just like, believe in something. Like, I don't care. Like what you believe in, just be a good person. And like, as long as you like, you know, believe the plants are what you need, or like if Buddha is like it, you know, she's like, just like be believe in something. And I was like, okay. And so that was kind of my base level was like, I have all this science around me. I feel like institutionalized religion is very troublesome to me. Yeah, And then I do have like a understanding of like, there's something here. And like, the more that I'm going along in life, the more it makes sense that like, it doesn't make sense.
2: Mm-hmm. And like,
1: that's the point, right? Yeah. And, and I think these types of conversations and like understanding, sorry, did I just Sorry, <laughs> my, my thing cut out? Sorry. Understanding um, religion and culture and space theory and wormholes. I think that's part of understanding humans and our human journey. Like I was talking to my cousin last night, she dated a physicist for a bit, which is why it's hilarious. Anyway. So we were talking about, um, space, time theory and quantum physics. Okay. And like, those are two very, um, well bought into schools of thought, right. Very traditional schools of thought, like Einstein made one of them. And like the, the quantum theory is like, something we're all exploring now. And we understand string theory and we're like, holy shit, we are on a net and things do move in a, in a way. And then that can be translated on a macro scale mm-hmm. to planetary physics and science. But in terms of Einstein's relativity, it doesn't, the math doesn't work because it's like, it, it works in theory, but it's like slightly off, you know? And so it's like, does Einstein's theory of relativity need to be adjusted? and in like i'm saying it's like nothing really is ever what it is until it's applied is what i'm like absolutely learning and so yeah that's that's how i got that's a long short answer of how i got into it but like the more i apply science the more i realize that like stuff doesn't always work at at the point of impact
2: <laughs> yeah no, I literally was like, just watching a video last night from a scientist this woman who's a scientist. I don't know if she was a PhD, like I don't know what she was, but basically she was talking about like the human race and like how we're here and earth and how it works and da-da-da. And she was like, and I don't remember what it was. I wish I had written it down to talk about it today, because I feel like you would find it so interesting. But basically she was saying, like, there's this one piece of the puzzle that like we just don't have that like no one can explain. And So like, it's really interesting hearing you talk about like the science behind things, but how it's like slightly off and like Einstein's theory and like, or not theory, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, It's, I mean, it is a
1: theory because they're putting it, it it works. But then now that we are developing more advanced theories, it kind of is not holding up, you know, Mm -hmm. or not holding up completely. And it's like, do we need to adjust the theory of relativity of space time to match quantum mechanics and physics? Because we know dark matter exists period be yeah. like yeah. we do and so it's now it's like what do we do with that yeah. <laughs> besides use it to send people everywhere <laughs> without cars yeah. that's what I want yeah. I don't know that's what I think about a lot
2: it's interesting to you hearing you talk about because like I so I grew up like Catholic but my mom I don't know I don't want to say my mom was like never really like my dad literally could give two shits about religion, um, which mm-hmm. is because his dad was a vegan. And, um, my mom has always, was always Catholic, but like very questioning and like, I think it's cause like my mom's side, like they've always been like very spiritual and like very in touch with the other side and like all this other stuff. And yeah. then I, I went to Catholic school for high school. And it's funny. Cause like, my husband comes from like a very Irish Catholic family, like all these things. And like that for me was really my first exposure since like high school to people that are like deeply religious. And it's like so wild because I'm like, when it comes to, like spiritual, life, I'm like, you guys like kind of believe exactly what we believe kind of, but like you're taught not to question anything. Yeah. Once you start questioning it, you're like, wait, you know what I mean? I don't know. It just, is like- and that's
1: where, oh. that's where like, I'm like, what's, what is this? Like, I, you know, you should just believe and like, there's faith. And I'm like, what? Like, you should definitely question what's in your beverage. I don't care. I don't have faith in, in my server necessarily. I have food allergies, <laughs> you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, that, that's what I'm saying is like, think about it like that is like, we all have allergies, we need to question everything. And yeah. like, not in a bad way, but like in a, a good way. And it's like, critical thinking skills are something that I've been talking a lot about with my mom and my sisters, because like, my mom really like reinforced critical thinking, because yeah. it's something that's super important when you're reading anything, even like, you know, tabloids, Mm-hmm. like so you can be like really does Dolly Parton have seven tits like come on
2: you know like you I'm know it's just, if she does but yeah
1: she might but like that's what I'm saying like oh I love her by the way she's the I best
2: do. I have a shirt that says it's like trust in Dolly or something so I need that tattooed on my body I'll but get like you. basically I'm In Tennessee I'll get you one <laughs> yes oh, please. Here. I will I'll get you both one we can all be twins
1: Oh my God. And then the next time we have one, we'll all wear, have a podcast. We'll all wear It's the yeah, official sure. uniform.
2: Yeah, we're taking it a step further. Cindy's like, fuck me. How did I get into this? She's like, oh
0: my no, God. I find I mean, this one girl. On. No, I love. <laughs> like we're already matching.
1: Now you want me to wear a real matching shirt.
0: <laughs> no, quantum physics is like my favorite thing, but I, it's funny. I go about the opposite. We're like, I will channel an information and then I, you, it turns out I can use quantum physics to support the information I've channeled, which just for me is so validating to see that like, there are brilliant scientists that I am not like working on the same things that I'm channeling in. That to me is like freaking wild. And that's why I love, I mean, I love like string theory and all the, the observation ones. One of my favorites is like, Mm-hmm. nothing exists until you observe it and so then it's like okay yeah. like is this roaming behind me or is it like space you know what I mean like it just gets like kind of like blows your mind of like what's well, actually yeah. real and that's where some of the stuff like the math doesn't exist yet well maybe because no one spent the time observing it to create the math to have it exist right like, and that's what I was arguing like, with my cousin I was like someone make the math come on yeah like- <laughs> exactly exactly I mean and that's why like all of this stuff, like this pen, this phone, like someone thought of this and then someone thought about it enough. And then enough other people thought about it it. and experimented to create it. Like it literally is a thought first, like all things are, which is again, the observation theory, like you haven't even seen it yet. You just think of it and then you eventually, then it exists, right? it becomes into a tangible thing when, yeah. And I think about that with like stuff like Go ahead. Do you think about
1: the possible, like, this is, um, a more theoretical portion of string theory, but like all the ideas we have and possible alternative alternate universes that are created from each idea that we have. Do you think about yeah. that ever? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, it fucks me up because <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Cause like, okay. So the idea, you, if you want to explain it, you can probably explain it a little bit better, but, um, Yeah. Wait, what is, Uh,
2: can you explain it really quick or explain explain it? it?
1: I'm going to try to explain it in like an easy way. So like, all right. So we're all on like different, actually, let me, let me do it like this. So you're in a, you drop like a, a, a penny in a pond, right. And there's like ripples around it. So like, think about it like this, like we're all magnets And everything around us is like magnetized to us. And so like um, we are moving around and things are moving around with us and moving towards us or away from us based on our movements. Does that make sense? Like say like a balls in a net, right? Everything will go towards the heaviest ball in the net. Right. And so all of our universe is organized that way down to the, the molecules in our body. And so, that's what's interesting is like, in, in theory, that is how it works. But when you cross it with Einstein's theory of relativity, it doesn't work like that. But since we're talking about string theory, string theory, what we were just talking about is like, there's a more um, unexplored possibility of it and there's like a netflix show i think about it and it has like nick offerman and it's so dope um did you see what you know what i'm talking about it's so good i think
0: so i it's been a while since i've seen it but yes i
1: i watched they invent the quantum computer and like they it holds all the possible outcomes for everyone and so um basically what they do is like so say you said yes instead of no to a job Mm -hmm. it's your life is going on. That energy is happening anyway. And that, that string has happened, you know what I mean? And so like, it's, it's just like that other lifetime, that timeline playing out. And so it's that theory of all of time is happening at once. And like, yeah, we're all, yeah. Anyway, that's that's that string theory in like two minutes or less.
2: (laughs) (laughs) No. it. And it's interesting to you when you think about like, I don't know what else I was watching or reading this week, but it was talking about like memories or like things that like we create in our head and it's like not that like everything exists at once like overlapping but it's like when Mm -hmm. you reflect back on like childhood or like growing up or like whatever it's like I don't know it's just like it's like no matter when something happened it's like you think about it and you remember it like the same way in your head so it just I don't know it's
1: time isn't linear it's like a slinky you know like that's what people need to think about because like um, yeah. Time is not like a path. Like we're not like going straight, you know, time is just like movement and space. Yeah. Um, and I mean, so
2: I, what? I say, I say it all the time and I'm only half joking, but I'm like, time is a construct. Like it's not, it's It's not a yeah. real. Thing.
1: Well, cause like, like you if you do you
2: whatever you want, I mean,
1: yeah. Cause if you take time, the time on earth going to be different than the time on the rover right now. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. It's because they're in different places, and that's mm-hmm. why it's like completely relative. Yeah, and so yeah. yeah.
0: But that's know. why too, with know. like memories and time, this is and so like to bring it down to like a healing, like a slightly spiritual, because we've been like way woo for the past like forty-five minutes. To
1: bring us sorry down. guys, sir.
0: to bring it back real quick. This is how. So like all of this stuff is great. And whether you buy into it or not, right, this is how you can start to practice it in your daily life, right? So take a memory or perhaps a trauma or a conversation that you have with someone that it, it shaped then the path that you're on, right? The string that you're following in this current lifetime, right? Yeah. And let's say it's somewhere like you don't want to be. So I don't know, like I'll use, I don't know, I had a client recently that like is still single and really looking, I mean, this could really be me too, but still single <laughs> looking for someone looking for love, like having blocks to love, whatever, right? But go back in your mind and memory, is there a particular um, you know, experience in your life, in this lifetime where a conversation didn't go the way you want it to, or you didn't get closure from a relationship, or you're still wondering if maybe that was the, you made the right choice around someone, right? So you can go back and in your mind, just in your I- imagination, go back to that time and space when you're having that conversation and change the string you're on. Change the narrative that you had. Like literally imagine having that conversation with that person and you being able to respond more eloquently now or with more wisdom today than you did back then right and being able to have that person hear you see you appreciate you and then imagine how maybe your life would have changed since then maybe then you wouldn't have said no to dating for three years because you were so hurt by that person or maybe you would have like been open to love sooner and imagine a new string for yourself and continue to just kind of anchor that in either through daily practice or maybe it's only needs to be done like once or twice a week or something for a month but going back because you can The memories only exist in our mind and it's our minds that then create a reality, right? So if we keep playing Mm -hmm. over and over again, the same thought, the same experience, the same memory, you're going to keep seeing more of that in your future. But if you go back and change it and literally shift it and imagine something perhaps different that can start to shape your reality starting today, tomorrow in, in like this time and place by just going back and shifting that memory for yourself. Right. That's how you can like start to pull in the quantum physics with like to heal the healing, right? That's where it gets oh. like, they start to kind of, I don't know. That's that's why I think
1: about that all the time. You can literally change your reality. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, I, I talk about this a lot with um my employees, but also um like in therapy. And it's interesting because like our brain as an organ, it's function among like, you know, regulating blood pressure, heartbeat, la la la. It's function is to, create reality for us. Right. And mm-hmm. so if that reality, or if our brain isn't functioning great that day, our reality is like a little bit distorted. it's like, if you have a stomach ache, you know, your mm-hmm. stomach isn't working that great that day, you would take something. And so that's why, like, for me, I always tell people, you know, you've got to find the right solution the right tailored solution for your organs (laughs) because it's Mm -hmm. everyone is so unique and like because people put so much stigma on taking medicine and I'm like no 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 because your organ needs a little bit of like help in the morning that's fine you know like yeah and I think it's such a beautiful thing that you said that you can create your own strengths because it that is absolutely a that's a theory in physics that can actually happen and it's so cool I
0: love physics it like quantum physics and physics like help validate the things that like i was already doing this practice with clients right but then you learn about this stuff in physics and i'm like wait this is like the proof the of like the there's science behind it right like it's just that's the stuff that like blows my mind
1: just and it's like i refuse like when i got lyme disease um my mom was like you got this for a reason and i was like i think it's because i'm not going to be a sick person And she was like, what? And I I was like, yeah, the prognosis, I'm like, I have two collapsed lungs. I'm in critical condition. And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be a sick person. And my mom's like, um, you're definitely on morphine. Like, and I'm like in in the hospital, just like sick as hell. And I'm like, no, I'm going to be just fine. And I'm going to have like a lot of fun when I'm done. And she was like, okay. And I just like refused to accept that I was sick. Mm -hmm. And so like, when I was like, plateauing on a treatment I was like okay next one and I was plateauing mm-hmm. on you know next one and so it was like boom I just like created my own string because it was like no I was fine I got a bulk bite and then I wasn't fine we are going to figure this out
0: <laughs> and so like mm-hmm.
1: sorry go ahead Tri- go ahead No, that's what I'm saying I created my own string and I'm on it now yeah. that's why I'm like I feel like I'm a string flying free because they're like oh god this one's gone rogue
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they're happy about it though. Like your peeps that came through, like she's doing exactly what she's supposed to. Uh, <laughs> and I love that you just like touched upon that in relation to Lyme because one of my favorite things, and you and I have talked about this like privately before, and I know you mm-hmm. said it in December at the GLA fundraiser we did where I, I don't remember like exactly what the question was, but we were talking about something, and about like living your life or whatever. And like, literally you were like, so bluntly, you're like, I don't know, you just fucking do it. And, (laughs) but I love that because I think people get, and Cindy and I have talked about this at length, like we're all guilty of it. Like at at some point, or at least most of the community is that like, you get so attached to this identity of like, just being a Mm -hmm. sick person, quote unquote, that people then eventually it's like 100% of who they are. They like, don't know how to come out of it. Like even mm-hmm. when they start to feel better, they don't know anything else. And that's why I love you is because you're just like, you're like, I don't know. I just refuse to accept it. And I created my own reality and I chopped away at it till I figured it out. And it's like, you just fucking do it. And that's what yeah. we need more of. And that I feel like whether it's Lyme or like the general chronic illness community, like that's, that's what we need to hear more of. Not mm-hmm. you know, like the, sometimes you have to have a pity party. Like it is what it is. And like we're all you. You can. But sometimes you have to just be like, I refuse to accept this as my reality. And I'm going to figure it out, even if it doesn't happen overnight, which is why I love you. And I'm like, so happy you said that.
1: Well, it's interesting because like, I was raised by a single mom and like, she was her advice to me, even when I was like pre-Lyme, like I would get like anxiety attacks from whatever. And she was like, so what's this, what is this anxiety panic doing for you plan? do something about it. Like just don't sit in your own like sadness and your own anxiousness because it's not solving anything. And it's really interesting because like I felt when I would take action and when I was researching and when I was doing something and actually taking charge, I felt so much more in power of my body. And I don't regret that at all. And that's the thing where I just try to get in touch with as many patients as possible because like there's no shame in being sick you know, and oh. everyone gets sick, but I feel like chronic illness, like I, I get shamed a lot, like on dates and stuff. Like, um, I got the last date okay. I went on in person. This guy was like, I really just like want to date someone. Well, and I was like, what do you mean? I was like, God, there's nothing wrong. With the fuck off. Yeah, basically. And, but it was interesting because like, there is no shame in having like a chronic illness. It does affect some parts of my life, but like, I'm a normal person. And who are they to judge? And then he's going to battle it someday and look back and be like, holy crap. She was totally normal. And yeah. I was an asshole. And it's really interesting because there's so much shame associated with health care or taking care of yourself in this country. And I, I don't understand that stigma. And I'm actually coming out with um, making sense of mental health. and. Oh! um yeah and it's actually I've been working with a bunch of like psychiatrists psychologists and psychoanalysts to like research and study different scents and oh we're, we're debuting five and um I actually was doing the photo shoot for that last night so uh,
2: I'm so excited uh, for you
1: mental health is like oh. so important to me because it's so important I don't know yeah. it's just something people I feel like there's so much shame and I, I don't understand why yeah. oh yeah and so I, I don't know where I got on that tangent, but whatever.
2: Because we were talking about shame and illness and like, it's crazy because what I was thinking about when like you were saying that whoever the guy told you like, oh, well, I really just want to date someone well is that I, and I've, t- we, we've talked about this before. I've talked this with Cindy before, but I think getting sick, especially like at such a young age, it gives you a clarity that like most people just don't have, or like literally don't have until they're like 50 or 60 years old. So I almost feel like you live a fuller life. Than even like your average or like healthy, whatever that even means, like person. So it's like you're doing all these amazing things. Like you're like, fuck it, I'm going to live my life. I want to do it all. I want to experience it all. And like, if somebody's going to miss out on that because like they just don't get it, like that's their own issue. But it just is so wild to think about the, like somebody judges someone else based off of that. But in reality, it's like you're doing way more than I know like anyone else doing. <laughs> so. <laughs>
1: and that's what's funny about it is like people will judge no matter what if it was if it wasn't Lyme disease it was going to be my haircut he didn't like redheads or like you know and it's like okay sir Uh uh-huh you know and so like that's where I'm like people shouldn't have shame about like anything and I that's a there's one thing to take away from this podcast like every human is so cool and so unique and life is so like fragile and precious and like I spend most of my time getting to know people and getting to understand them. And I, I'm never disappointed, you know, and like, I, I live really hard every day. Like, I'm like, i stay awake till like 4am because I'm like, I'm getting every moment of every day (laughs) (laughs) because I love it, you know? And so, Yeah. yeah, that's like,
2: there's no shame in that people. There is none. No, there isn't. Oh my god! I love you so much more now. I didn't even know it was possible. <laughs> didn't know it was possible. Oh, Lordy,
0: I'm glad you're doing the mental health thing because I think, especially in the last year, with everything that happened with quarantine and people not getting like the support they need with mental health in their normal outlets that it is just forcing the conversation to the forefront of many different dialogues. And I think that's just so important because, I mean, Ali knows, this, all, I believe all disease in the body is disease of the soul. And it's, if it's showing up physically, it's either manifesting from an emotional um, dis- disease or a mental or spiritual, right? Like if it's showing up physically, that's like the last place. If you haven't addressed yeah. it before it gets there, it's gonna manifest physically. So, and that's because that's when we pay attention, right when our physical body stops supporting us we are forced to look at these other things oh yeah right and you have to stop and like take note and figure it out so it's i think it's just so good to um if you're whatever you're putting out i'm so excited for it but being able to provide resources for people to catch some of those things sooner right or, or yeah. earlier than when your physical body's a mess so and
1: that's what I and that's what the goal is to give people the right vocabulary to give people just an entryway to being like holy shit this is a concept and other people are experiencing this too yeah. like what and yeah. like we're, we're doing like the id obviously for Freud um but like we're doing something also like for regression we're doing you're good enough um feeling existential Um, and then, um, contain yourself, which is about the container theory. Oh, yeah. They're all like really great psychological hooks so that you can just really understand like the good enough is about your parents. Like you never feel good enough for your parents and like, blah, blah, blah. blah. And so there's all these different things that people come in with and it's just to get people to understand that they're not alone in these, these issues. Yeah. You know, for sure. for sure it's yeah it's just such a huge thing for me and there's no shame in it and that's what I like want I can say that all day long but anyway no shame in it I love it yeah there ain't no shame in it
2: in June I'm doing a another like LimeWare's live centered actually all around mental health so I'll have to reach out to you separately oh my
1: god yes and you can reach out to Amy too, the psychiatrist who's helping me she oh my god she is so cool she used to be an LA Lakers cheerleader and then she's like so funny all of my friends are just like we have our free flags going high and like she just like has like three PhDs and she's just insane um so like she's beautiful, but also like brilliant. Yeah. And fierce. And she runs the right. She's a director at the Wright Institute of Los Angeles okay. and they do like, um, therapy, but like also low income therapy for people. And that's why I wanted to partner with them because I think it's really important because people think therapy is for rich people. Yeah. And I'm like therapies for everybody that has a mouth and eyes and a heartbeat and a brain. <laughs> oh yeah. And it's like, and so but that's like what the Wright institute believes it's like it's income-based therapy so I'm like that's who we partner with it shouldn't yeah yeah I agree so anyway shout out to you Amy you're cool
2: (laughs) well I'm excited to support that that's awesome yeah like the other thing about you that's like and I'm curious to know okay I have to like go back to my original thought process here it's like you have these ideas and you do them right and there's so many people that have ideas and they don't do anything with it. And it's because they're nervous or like, they're afraid of like what other people are going to think, think, or they second guess themselves. And like, you are one of the few people that I know that I actually relate to so much because whatever you want to do, you're just like, I'm going to find a way to make it happen. Like, I don't give a shit what other people think. And they're always like such great ideas and they like take off and like run. And I'm curious, do you have any kind of like Manifesting practice or like anything like you've put into place for like when you bring things to life? You know, um, what's interesting, I started doing this. Um, have you ever, you
1: guys, ever heard of Passion Planner? No. Oh my God, you guys get a Passion Planner right now. It, I, it helped me like with my Lime brain and start my business and stuff. I actually have it sitting in front of me and I'm taking notes on it. Um, and like, so I I randomly met the founder of this company and we became really good friends. Cause I was like, you've changed my life. <laughs> and she was like, she was like, oh, well, cool, good. And so she just turns out to be this like so down to earth, very humble, human, and like so grateful. So anyway, I was over her house. It was like the first time I was around like more than four people because everyone was vaccinated. It was so great. Anyway. So I was over her house last weekend and she, we did an exercise where we wrote a love letter to ourselves for the month for, so like it's for April. So I wrote it, or I guess it was two weeks ago now, Well, whatever. Um, And so we wrote a love letter to ourselves, including all the things that we wanted to do for that month as if we did them. And so then from that love letter, we make a to-do list based on that. And so I actually didn't do the love letter part first, but I actually really liked doing it to myself because it built my confidence up and it helped me get the words out that I was like cycling through my brain. And then I did a to-do list that I actually carry around with me. And it's like, I have basically mapped it out for my whole month. And so I'm a list person, but also in terms of manifestation i write things in my journal like my my planner and i will write it every week until i do it. and i'm like i'm tired of writing this i have to do it this week like no matter what or if it's not worth it i need to decide why it's not worth it if yeah. i'm going to let it go <laughs> yeah but for me it's like i just have to follow through and i'm a big person of following through um and so i Man, I, I manifest in my brain, I write like a very aggressive to-do list, um, but like realistic, not hard on myself, you know, like because if you're gonna make a to-do list, don't be like everything really else to get done in one day because it's not realistic and you're never gonna do it. Um, so like I spread it out, you know, and I'm like, okay, what's the likeliness I'm gonna do this tonight? Not really. So we'll put it for tomorrow, you know, and it's like just be good to yourself and then do the work and that's it. <laughs>
2: oh my God, be good to yourself and do the, something I you know, should live by.
1: I am trying to live by that. The uh, angel is the um, woman who started Passion Planner, and she was telling me that I have a trouble accepting compliments, and I've been trying to get be better <laughs> to myself, and like in my. In, inner dialogue too. something that we don't think about is how we talk to ourselves in our brain. It matters just as much as how we talk to other people.
0: Um, yeah, because words, a secondary cast, thought and words, cast spells. That's why it's called spelling.
1: Oh my God. That's genius. I never actually thought about that. Um, that's why you gotta be careful. Wow, the words you just, say I'm to writing. yourself yeah that's what I'm saying though is like I didn't I know, realize how yeah. negative my inner dialogue was to myself until like I, I went um on like a, a mid-week trip with her because I just needed to get away and she was like I need to get away and so we rented an Airbnb in Malibu aka just like not very far away <laughs> and like just stayed on the beach and she was like you need to you need to accept compliments and you need to change your inner dialogue. And that was the first time anyone ever really called me out on that yeah. because like, I'm super positive, but like not inside mm-hmm. sometimes. Cause I'm like a really, like I'm really hard on myself. And um, I was like, damn, like my inner conversation is just important as what's coming out of my mouth. All right. Starting over.
2: <laughs> I also just want to say that's like a good friend too. Like that's how good friends should be where like, they'll be like, yo, you need to like, look at this, you know, and yeah. like that, like honesty component. That's really cool.
1: Yeah, I know. It's, it's really important for people to be kind to one another and actually see people because yeah. we could help. Totally. I, anyway, I feel like I'm rambling. I'm sorry, guys.
2: No, I'm like loving this. I like never want it to end. <laughs> um, I just don't want to keep you. Cause I know that you're like always so busy and like all the oh, things. I... Whatever. Um, is there anything I'm, that we like didn't touch on that you like wanted to talk about, or that like you've been practicing, or like looking into, or like I said, I like don't want to limit this conversation by like having. I'm
1: trying to. <sighs> no, I mean like, I don't know. I'm trying to think of like all that I said. I just was rambling for a while now, and I'm like, hmm, great. Lord what knows what I just
2: literally for, so all of us can just talk and for it. So yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Welcome. (laughs) So funny. Oh Lord. I am. I have. I I have already and so apparently is my family. (laughs) They've already joined. (laughs) They were here first.
0: (laughs) They were here first. Yeah. They were here earlier.
1: I know. I'm so sorry about that. They're like
2: creepy. My grandpa's like, hey, can you uh, chit
0: chat with her for
2: a sec? (laughs) Okay. It's nothing. My husband's grandmother always takes over, like, literally anything we do. She's, like, the first one. And finally, Cindy had to be like, you need to, like, bow out. Like, this is not, like, go. You need to go. (laughs) Go. So that, trust me, this is nothing. (laughs) It was nothing. I really, really want to bring my cousin in. I really want
1: to.
0: Yeah. No, we totally should. I mean, you have can, time. Yeah. We yes, we can maybe wrap and say, yeah. let me, thank you. And then me, we, can. yes.
2: Yeah. 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 And then the official one. Yes. Oh, yeah. Very official wrap that we have here. Um, <laughs> have to turn off my video. So already. to
0: recap today, we talked about, I don't know if they were on this. We talked about blue, blue light glasses, star seeds. We talked to dead people.
2: We talked about worm, black
0: wormhole, wormhole,
2: white black holes. Literally, we talked about it all. We um, about quantum <laughs> physics, string theory. Yes. Do we really exist? I mean, people are gonna like listen this episode, and then I don't know. I mean, they're gonna be like, "The fuck
1: are you guys all. doing?"
2: <laughs> no, it was. It was perfect lot. this was like honestly this was the conversation I was hoping for and I was like so excited for so I'm so happy that <laughs> you are like like us and just like don't care and literally talk about anything um so anyway yeah, no don't keep you any <laughs> longer I know you need to go back to being an inter- internet astronaut so we'll let you go um, if you want to find Trish, you can find her on Instagram at Trish Beta, and I'll also link it in the resources. So Trish, thank you for being with us today. Thanks for getting thank you for and, having me. and being an amazing human. So
0: thanks guys. Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye.